0: The Serial Entrepreneur, brought to you by Startups Magazine. A podcast bringing you leading businesses and founders who have a story to tell and explain some of their biggest challenges. Try not to be too hard on yourself. Like I've met so many founders who are like, you know, I should have done this and then the pandemic happened and I didn't do this. and, And you spend so much time like second guessing yourself when really mistakes will happen, like we're human. It really does improve over time, and I think sometimes when you're starting out, you kind of almost expect yourself to have you know super high standards from the start. You know, you want to do your best at the start, absolutely, but you're never going
1: to be perfect.
0: Plus, share their biggest secret, their favourite breakfast cereals.
1: My favourite cereal is an Australian cereal called Grain
0: Rice Krispies.
1: It's pretty boring. Weetabix.
0: I have a clear winner. It
1: is uh, Cocoa Pops. Hello and welcome back to the Serial Entrepreneur Podcast. Today I'm joined by Jonathan Abraham, CEO and founder of Joined. Joined is on a mission to reinvent group bookings, closing the gap between groups of friends and family who want to book a trip together online, giving them the same experience they'd have in person. It's a website add-on that enables collaboration between groups, making the booking experience a social one. So before we begin, we usually start off with a little icebreaker question so we like to ask what's your favorite breakfast cereal and why
2: oh my god just kellogg's basics i used to yeah i have really good memories from that um used to be my my breakfast i think um in my resume uh between the age of three and, and six so um yeah you can never forget the, the taste it's a really good one
1: yeah it's a, it's a solid choice <laughs> So, could you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about your background and journey?
2: Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, really great to be here. My name is Jonathan Abraham. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Joint. I started my career actually um, at Israeli Special Forces. Was there for um, four years. Then, right out of of the army, I founded my first company. I was the paramedic for the unit I was serving at. So. Uh, Naturally, I went to uh to medical emergency medicine device. So um the first company was in, in that field. And right after that, went to another company, Live Shirt, a company I founded in 2015. Uh went with that company for about two years, met my co-founders in this company, had them involved, you know. Then we we had a segue of building some um space rocket engines based on iron thrusters. And that was that was nice. Uh we got bitten by NASA, but it was nice. It was a nice episode. And right after that, yeah, during our, our time at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem, uh the three of us started like a um an ideation group. And from that ideation group, really great ideas and companies came out. And the the last one of them and most successful one uh, is joint. That's
1: very interesting. You've got a very varied past. So what is joined and what are you trying to achieve with it
2: i think the easiest way to describe joint is from let's say from the internet perspective is like paypal so about 20 years ago when you wanted to pay on an e-commerce website and you wanted to connect your bank account somehow or your your credit card you you had to to struggle to do that and it was very cumbersome and very very unpleasant experience to just give away your credit card in some Random e-commerce websites you never never visit before. So, on the other hand, from the website's perspective, you know, for the website there was a very big messed up fraud problem there because there was no network that 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 validated that gave them the assurance they need regarding their own their own users. And today, in today's world, we have the same situation with decision making. So when you go on a website especially on travel websites, but generally any e-commerce website that you need to, that involves some kind of decision, you already have any way of making a social decision. So the social decision-making process that we do so easily and intuitively outside in retail, we just go out with our friends to shop and and we're shopping, right? But imagine you would go to to a shop now with your best friend and then you found the, the, you know, whatever item you liked and you want to You got to show it to them and then the salesperson say, no, there's no talking inside the store. You have to go out. So this is the current experience on e-commerce websites. You don't have any way of communicating on the website and have group social decisions with your best friends. And when you're in travel, you know, 80% of world travel is done by groups of friends and family. So there's actually no way of communicating with these friends and family while shopping online, while booking your trip online. And this is exactly what Joy does, like PayPal done for payments and connecting two different industries, banks and and credit cards and e-commerce. We're doing the same for social media or social communication channels, social networks, and e-commerce, we're the platform, the one centric platform that connects all of your social media accounts into one place on the point of sale. We allow you to go to your favorite travel website or shopping website invite your friends over very easily. And on that website, you're gonna have a collaborative platform that allows you to book together, look at different items together, make sure that you all are on the same page and, and you all agree with the decision. And yeah, have a very fun experience already from the booking phase.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a big space for that in the market. I feel like that that isn't something at least that I've seen before. So it's really interesting to hear about. So, where did the idea from the business originally stem from? So, actually, um, that's that's a good question.
2: It's the idea of one one of our co-founders. So, one of our talented co-founders. I had a bad experience in when I when I got married, and when I came to him with that experience, you know, you're, you have a wedding, everyone comes in from from different countries, different continents. You have to fly them all in. You have a registry. You have people who want to buy you gifts. They need to make decisions together. On the other hand you need to make decisions together for them you want to make sure that the venue is is okay and and that and that they all all have their own you know accommodation and and, and place to stay and this was a big big hassle for us for me and my wife and this is exactly when i came back to my co-founder to my two co-founders lovely co-founders and, and one of them said okay i'm just going to hack that through the weekend and he done it and then um he created a a, a live platform that allow people to actually collaborate when they're on a website and you know we were the three of us during our our time in the campus in our in our um i think it was our bachelor's or already our master's i don't remember in computer science and you know we we were there we were playing with that product and realized there's a big opportunity here because uh when we just started running around the campus and showing it to other people people went crazy for that so yeah and this is kind of the the way it grew from there
1: interesting so essentially you developed the product because you yourself had a problem that you wanted to solve
2: oh yeah yeah and and this is by the way that vertical weddings we believe that's like the the holy grail is eventually weddings because it's an intersection of so many things really crazy so uh, I heard one time Peter Phil in one of his books he said that weddings is one of these three markets that are just for 100% biased markets. So if you sell something
1: there, you sell everything. So I I, I kind of, I tend to agree. Amazing. So do you have any competitors? And if so, what makes you different and stand out from the crowd?
2: Oh, look, I think that the biggest competitors today, and there are not no other companies today in the travel sector that, um, that do what we do in that, in that way, that gain that kind of traction. Uh, we already work with almost 10% of the travel industry. So that's that's massive for a first year in, in the industry. Um, but I think the biggest competitors are still probably the social media companies. Uh, we're also helping them leverage the experience through join, but on the other hand, they're still competitors. They're still competing with us because it's, it's not sort of, you know, wallet share com- competition or, a product or category competition, but more like a mindshare competition. When you're going to your favorite travel webs, let's say that you go now to, um, let me think of one of our UK brands. So Travel Up, if you go to Travel Up now in the UK, you're gonna see joint on, on all of the products there. So I'm not sure if you go to Travel Up now, the first uh, solution of choice that comes up to your mind would be joint There is a big chance you're gonna say, all right, I'm just gonna just gonna copy the link and put it on WhatsApp or on on, on an iMessage, and that won't work
1: properly. But this is your solution of choice because this is a mindshare competition. So, since the founding of the company, how have you grown, both in terms of the team as well as as a company?
2: Yeah. Well, look, um, we started the company in 2019. It grew really, really fast. We just we we were still working on our space rocket engine, but we, we kind of closed, shut, shut that down and, and started building this company. And it moved really fast. We went over the Israeli uh, market in, in about two months. Uh, we're on, on all of the Israeli market, all of the Israeli travel industry. Then we went to lastminute.com, British Airways, the whole BA group, IAG. Then from there, we went to uh, Apple Vacations, Apple Leisure Group, that are our customer today. And then COVID happened. And this was was a massive roller coaster. So with COVID, we had to restart everything. So first of all, we survived, which was really awesome. Um, And the other thing is that we managed to build our deep tech aspects of the company. We managed to to keep our core team and to grow the team and raise more money. And then when COVID ended, we grew very fast. So um, looking at last year, in a year time, we grew from uh, you know, a transaction value, and I won't get into the accurate numbers, but let's say a transaction value of roughly one, $2 million. Um, we're getting closer to the $100 million today and, and really fast. And I think that by the end of the year, we're probably gonna have past the quarter billion. So that's a massive, that's like the, the transaction size of one of the top 10 websites in the UK. So it's, I think it's a fast growth because of the need. On one hand, but on the other hand, it's um, you know the team here. So we grew to twenty five people and still growing really fast. Um, probably hit to forty people by end of year. Um, yeah, so so with this team, with uh, this dedication, it's it's very easy to grow fast.
1: Yeah, so that that kind of moves on to my next questions. I was going to say you're just scaling fast, and I was, and that leads me on to you won the most successful scale up award at the Hustle Awards this year. So congratulations on that. How did that make you feel and what does it mean for the company? Thank you so much.
2: Wow, that, that feels so great. We just talked about it. We had a happy hour like an hour ago uh, in the office and, and we all looked at at the price and like 25 people in this small room. We just renovated this office and bought it about half a year ago when we were eight people. And uh and we had to move really fast, and, and now the office is not big enough to have everyone. Uh, and this is Crazy growth is is continuous and it's really awesome. So we all looked at the prize and we said, What what do we do with that? I mean it's so exciting, but um like everyone wanted to take it home. Uh but eventually it's in our in our conference room. Yeah, it's it really makes us feel great and and um really appreciate the acknowledgement. On the other hand, I think it is a title that you have to you have to respect like self-respect. It makes you understand that there is something big here that that is growing really fast, and you just wanna use the opportunity. So I, I really hope that we can keep this this title uh, for next year as well, because I think there's a massive opportunity, just like you mentioned earlier, and the first company to take over to be the king of the hill here is gonna be a multi-deca corn, I, I assume. Yeah, well,
1: it, it was great being able to crown you guys you're doing such a great job with what you're doing so thank you. what have some of the biggest challenges been on the journey so far and how have you managed to overcome them
2: yeah I think being international is one big challenge uh, we're now recruiting locals local executives top executives and uh, we're looking for people in the UK uh, if you have any good recommendations but uh we we've now recruited our first team in Spain and in, in the US. We're now recruiting a team in APAC. So that that is great. The challenge in being international is a big challenge. I I you can ask Craig, the the c o o of Travel Up, when we sent them to celebrate the Go Live, when we sent them the cupcakes, the, the joint branded cupcakes. I was so concerned that it's just gonna go to a random hangar owned by Travel Up in Oxford, it was really, really disturbing. Um, but this international part of, of being a company that works worldwide, I think it's always a challenge. And it's a challenge that we want to just tap into and understand how to solve. Now, the other challenges, and it was and still is, is the scale up. So I think we we have situations, not one, not not twice. We, we had it a couple of times in the last month uh where companies are standing in line and you know they, they they're they waiting to get the service although we grew the team very fast there's still um there are still companies that are um getting delayed in, in in the service queue because it's just there are a lot of companies that want to deploy today so i think that's that's probably the second biggest challenge that we experience
1: yeah there are worse problems to have to be to be scaling so fast you can't quite keep up <laughs> so moving on from the challenges what have been, what has been the biggest highlight since founding the company
2: wow it's a, it's a big question i think my biggest highlights were the weddings of my two my two best friends my, my two co-founders so michael got married about two years ago um and me and the other one were we were his best men. Um and then the third one got married uh just two months ago, which was super exciting. These are the personal uh company related highlights. I think on the company level, the, the partnership with Amadeus was a massive move that we've done and that um you know in in, in the grace and, and in the in the support of Amadeus and, and the fact that this huge entities backing us up and, and partnering with us to bring this to the world of travel. That's massive. The work with them has been just amazing. And uh and it's just expanding and, and um and that feels really great. So this is one. I think the other the other thing that that was massive um was when we when we were in the first Focus Right conference we presented there in, in um November. I think this was another, you know, a, a watershed moment in the life of the company. So it just being at focus rights in 2019 and being again in, in 2022 and seeing the growth of the numbers of the company of the user base that we have, it was very very exciting, very exciting. And we're just we were there in the European Focusrite conference just a month ago, which was massive. And, you know, having this round table where it was, it was myself, um, John Boris, the chief growth officer of TripAdvisor, and Hannah Bennett from uh, TikTok UK. And like sitting with these people, having like a forum was really massive for us. And we have another one coming up in, in two months in, in um, Fort Lauderdale in the main conference. And I think these conferences for people in the travel industry, it's like, these are like milestones in your way. And to see the companies growing from one to the other, that's that's a big thing when you look at it from an outside perspective, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, that's absolutely amazing. So kind of on the same vein as the last few questions, what would you say are the most valuable lessons that you've learned as a startup founder? I
2: think probably um, resilience is probably the closest word. There's another word in Hebrew, but. I can't translate it, but I think it's resilience. Being resilient, you know, going through COVID and change of market, change of teams, funding that, that is super tough to do during COVID for a company that just had its market exploding in a bad way. That so resilience is number one. And then agility. Being agile is probably the second most important thing that that we recognize. So you wanna have the ability to just adapt to changes really fast. So on the one hand, you have the resiliency, so you, you, you be resilient to changes and not break the deal, not 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 close the company, not giving up. On the other hand, you wanna be agile and you wanna adapt really fast. So I think these are probably, these two parts make together
1: what what, are, what is my biggest lesson as an entrepreneur. I think those are two of the most important things to learn as an entrepreneur you need to you need to be able to just adapt and think on your feet and be able to change really fast but you also need to know when when your idea is really good and you should be resilient and you should know that no this this needs to continue because good things are coming probably yeah so how do you deal with the stresses that come with being a startup founder, especially as you've been scaling so fast?
2: this morning I went to to the beach uh and I was swimming at six a m massive waves in Israel today yeah, I think um you have your you have your moments so um everyday meditation, then time with my daughter and wife, which is the best thing ever. I think these are the top my top two. After after going to the beach, uh, doing my morning workouts in the beach.
1: I've heard from a lot of founders that they have the same thing. It's their way of dealing with the stress is by kind of like switching off, seeing family, getting back to nature. It's when you have such a full-on life, it's really important to indulge in the slow moments. Amen.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: (laughs) So what does the future hold for Joined? Do you have any big plans
2: yeah, we have some we um, yeah, have some uh, cards uh, in our sleep, but I'm not going to say too much about that. Um, There's some big news coming up, hopefully soon, but that's the near future. I think in the longer term, I would just say one thing, and this is we're not stopping in travel. So we are the leader of that field in travel today in the world, but travel is only the beginning. So there's travel and then then there's the whole periphery of travel. Then there's the whole outside periphery of travel and other verticals and it's, and the need is out there. So we want to grow, grow fast to these verticals to just, you know, um, make sure we're on top of that, uh, using the opportunity. According to Forbes, the market is valued today. The social booking market, social commerce market has grown to $80 billion today. And that's a market that it doesn't even include um any solutions that are proactive like joint. it's mostly you know um live stream shopping purchases on the social media companies on the social media feeds And, and having proactive solutions that's it's such a huge market so i believe we're just scratching the surface there and yeah probably gonna be a lot a lot
1: more coming a lot more news uh in in the coming months Good, I, I'm sure we'll all be keeping our eyes peeled to to hear the news. We're all very excited to see what is next for you. And there definitely is, like you can tell there's just such a big market that you can go into with your business. It's it's great. Thank you so much, Anna. No problem. So I think that's the end of my questions. Did you have anything else you wanted to add or talk about?
2: Um, we're gonna buy tickets for next year's conference.
1: Amazing, thank you. But if that's everything, then thank you so much for taking time out of your day to record this podcast with me. And once again, congratulations on winning an award at the Hustle Awards. Thank you so
2: much, Anna, and thanks for leading the way for many startups and uh, you know being this lighthouse, uh, super important sure enough, for, for me and for many other entrepreneurs. Uh, so that's awesome. Thanks so much for including us.
0: The Serial Entrepreneur, brought to you by Startups Magazine. A podcast bringing you leading businesses and founders who have a story to tell and explain some of their biggest challenges. Try not to be too hard on yourself. Like I've met so many founders who are like, you know, I should have done this and then the pandemic happened and I didn't do this. And you spend so much time like second guessing yourself when really mistakes will happen. Like we're human. It really does improve over time and I think sometimes when you're starting out you kind of almost expect yourself to have, you know, super high standards from the start, you know, you want to do your best at the start, absolutely, but you're never going to be perfect. Plus, share their biggest secret, their favourite breakfast cereals.
1: My favourite cereal is an Australian cereal called Mutra Grain.
0: Rice Krispies.
1: It's pretty boring. Weetabix.
0: I have a clear winner. It is uh, Cocoa Pops.